Welcome to the Wander Learn Podcast. This episode is going to be a funny one because it's a public service announcement, a PSA. We're going to be wandering into your butt, or in this case, my butt. That's right. We're talking about colonoscopies. Strange subject, but I just think it's funny and an interesting subject. I was in Texas when I got it done. It was my first one ever. It's an amusing short story and maybe educational too. It can be a wake-up call for those of you who are above 50 years old. It's that time of your life where you have to get your butt looked at. Those of you who are younger, at least this episode will show you something to look forward to. This is a relatively short episode and you can watch it on YouTube where it gets even more graphic. The link is is in the show description. Thank you for my patrons for putting up with my ridiculousness and for you, my faithful listener, for tuning in. Go to patreon.com slash ftapon to become a patron and get some amazing rewards. Let's dive in to a place where the sun doesn't shine. For the colonoscopy. <laughs> that was great. It was really lots of fun. So first of all, why would anybody do a colonoscopy without anesthesia? Well, there's a one good reason I could think of it is that they don't let you take an Uber or public transportation back home. That's right. You can't even take an Uber in many cases, at least in the particular hospital I went to in Texas. That forces you to have a trusted friend or family member to take you back. And maybe you don't have that. Maybe you just moved to a new city. Who knows? But if that's the case, then that might be the only good reason why you might want to do a colonoscopy without anesthesia. Now, can it be done? Yes, I've survived. I've done it. It was interesting. Right before I talked to the anesthesiologist and I was asking the nurses, I said, hey, how many people actually do it with anesthesia? And then the first nurse, I think, told me, like, oh, I think about 20% or something like that. And then I was, I was getting my cart wielded away as they were pushing me to the place that they're going to do the operation or the procedure. They said, about 1%. And then the guy who's actually going to do it, he's like, yeah, probably less than 1%. You know, pretty much you're an idiot is more or less what he said. Back when I was 20 years old, I had blood in my stool and there was a very little amount of time that I had to go right to college. And so the person decided to do a colonoscopy or at least what I thought was a colonoscopy. It turns out that they only went a bit into my rectum, and I had the impression that I had had a colonoscopy. And since I had survived that, it was uncomfortable, it was kind of unpleasant, but it was fine, it was totally doable. I was like, oh, I remember doing that in my 20s, it wasn't so bad, I can do that all over again. And plus, on YouTube, there's plenty of doctors who are getting the colonoscopy done, and they're kind of relaxed, looking at the you know image of their colon and their intestine on the, on the screen, just really just chilling out, having a nice conversation as if it's nothing. I was like, huh, this doesn't seem to so bad. I could do this. In fact, I did it in my 20s. Hell yeah, I can do it without colonoscopy. And besides, I'm a man. I could deal with this. <laughs> Not even close. So immediately they kind of shove this thing into my rectum and it's going right in my ass. I was like, okay, well, that's not too bad. I can deal with that a little bit. And then a little bit more, a little bit more. And like, okay. And, and after about five minutes of utter agony and, and despair, he tells me, um, we're about one third of the way through. I was like, what? One third of the way? <laughs> I've just been suffering this entire time. This is how I felt. I was going like, oh, oh. 
which is probably not the right reaction because when you go, ah, you tighten up your stomach muscles and you get really strong stomach muscles and that's exactly where the colonoscopy little device, whatever they're doing, they're shoving deep in through your intestine is going and so probably tightening up your muscles is probably the last thing you want to do but of course it's kind of like when you're having some procedure and and they're like they're trying to cut your leg off without without anesthesia doing some sort of amputation and they're telling you just relax because if you don't relax it's going to make it worse yeah sure easy for you to say how to relax when you're getting something shoved up your ass good luck with that it was moments of sheer agony, especially as they're making these curves around your large intestine. Take the anesthesia. For those who are worried about it, you know, it worked for Michael Jackson. They give the same anesthesia to Michael Jackson. And look what happened to him. That's, by the way, another very, very minor reason I was thinking about it. You know, like, hey, anesthesias, occasionally they get it wrong or some bad side effect or whatever. So it's like, hey, that's one more reason not to do it. Maybe I was unlucky, by the way, and maybe I had a bad doctor. Just judging from the the YouTube videos, there seem to be some doctors who have no problem getting this thing shoved up their ass. I had a problem. So there's three reasons why you might want to do it. Number one, like I said, you may not have a friend or a family member who can take you there. Uh, Number two, it could be a cost-saving thing because anesthesia might, depending on your insurance plan, might cost you a little bit extra to do that. So I think I saved 70 bucks Uh, maybe I don't even remember so that's something to think about and third reason is maybe you're just really against anesthesia and you just say well unless I'm you know like they're doing open heart surgery or something like that I really don't want to be put down so there you have it those are the three reasons as long as you have a friend as long as you have a little bit of money doesn't affect your insurance policy as long as you don't have some macho thing in your head that you need to get this done without anesthesia I think overall get anesthesia. And that's the last thing I want to leave you with is that if you're in your 50s, just get it done. You probably don't have to get it once in the decade. If they find polyps, which I don't even know what the hell they are, but there's some sort of deformity or, or, or bad news in your large intestine, then they'll probably say, unless you have a lot of polyps, which could be a really bad thing. But if you only have a couple, like three or four, then they might say, okay, come back in two years. We need to check you again or three years. So you might have to get two or three done in a decade, depending. But if, if you got anesthesia, you're not going to, you're going to wake up and you're going to feel like nothing's happened. I had a kind of a little bit of PTSD. I felt like something was still in there. It was like a shadow limb, you know, like when people have lose a limb and all of a sudden they feel like they still have their limb there. I kind of felt like something was still kind of worming its way through my large intestine at the time. So, oh, and one more thing, make sure that you actually follow the instructions and do do your liquid fast and take that disgusting thing that you're supposed to drink ahead of time and just follow the procedures because you do really don't want to go through all, all the, the, the pain, the hassle to go and check in. And immediately they start shoving this thing in your ass and they say, Hey, your ass is not clean or your intestines are not clean. Uh, you need to go back and do the thing that we told you to do and drink that disgusting liquid we told you to drink. So Follow your doctor's advice. It's for a reason. You want to have a nice clean images like the ones I had. There you go. All right. This is Francis Tapon encouraging you to wander and learn and in your 50s and above, get a colonoscopy. And that ends this episode of the Wander Learn podcast where we explore travel, technology, and transformation. If you'd like to see the show notes with links to what we've talked about, go to wanderlearn.com and click on this episode. If you'd like to connect with me, just remember F Tapon. That's my first initial and my last name. FTAPON is always my social media username. My website is ftapon.com. Do you want to leave me an anonymous voicemail? 
where you can make a comment or ask a question. Then go to speakpipe.com slash ftapon. Furthermore, if you'd like to get rewarded for supporting my projects, then go to patreon.com slash ftapon. That's where you can pick up some remarkable rewards for as little as $2 a month. Now, five quick favors. Number one, subscribe to the Wander Learn podcast. Two, download it. Three, share it. Four, review it. And five, sign up for my newsletter at wanderlearn.com. Our theme music was composed by Eric Stratman. This is Francis Tapon encouraging you to wander and learn. Thank you.